Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Burnout Expert Podcast. This is episode 17, where we are going to be putting your BS to the test. And we are going to figure out if your BS, would it stand up in a courtroom? Now, I kind of chatted about this a little bit in the last episode with retired fire chief Arjuna George. And, and I wanted to dive into it more with you today, because this is something that that really needs to be talked about is quite often we say things to ourselves or we justify things to ourselves that things are okay when we're really just we're not really telling ourselves the truth we're we're bsing ourselves is essentially what it is and a lot of these habits end us end up having us resenting certain things it has us missing out on certain things, and it has a lot of the habits that start leading into burnout. So what we're going to do today is we are going to say, I'm going to go through a couple of different statements, and we're going to talk about if that would actually stand up in court. So the first one is talking about how coffee is the best way to get through your day. Like if you need two, three, four coffees, you're like, yep. I need these coffees to get through my day. Now, if you were to go to court and have to actually defend yourself on this, would you be able to defend yourself on it? Like, are these coffees giving you energy? Are they helping you? Are they helping your energy the next day? Are they helping your sleep? Especially if you're having them like within six hours or so before bed. Are they helping you with your sleep? Do they actually increase your energy if you need to have another one an hour or so later? You know, so these are things I'd like you to start thinking about. Another one is talking about sleep. Now, we do a lot of things in that take away from the amount of sleep that we could have. We tell ourselves that like, or, you know, we just sit and watch Netflix and Netflix is great in how they go right from one episode to another. And they've changed the way that episodes come out. They changed the way that chapters and books it used to be that the end of a chapter wouldn't really leave you with as much of a cliffhanger, but we want, we get so sucked into seeing the next episode and going. And, and so we tell ourselves that watching another episode is, is okay. It's not going to mess up my day tomorrow. And 
then all of a sudden it's hours later. So if you were to talk yourself through the process of it's okay to watch an episode, how would that stand up in court? Or when you're, we'll look at this even from further when we get into burnout, when individuals are only able to get four to six hours of sleep. I hear this all the time in the first responder world that there are times 100% where they only have four to six hours in between shifts in order to sleep. That's bad enough. But on a day off, when you do have 10 hours to sleep and your body is only able to sleep four to six hours or you're getting you know, broken up sleep and you're saying, oh, four to six hours is all I need. Can that stand up in court? How productive are you? How focused is your brain? How calm are your moods? Like if we were really to dive into four to six hours, when sleep deprivation is known as two hours or less of sleep, when we have six hours of sleep versus eight for one night, just one night, they found that there was an 85% reduction in combat readiness in military. When they had I believe it was two or three nights, two nights sleep of six hours, two hours less. They went down to 50% combat readiness. That's just crazy. So that's just from two nights. So if you are going long-term, chronic is three months or more of six hours or less of sleep is chronic sleep deprivation. So if these studies are out there, how do you prove against that saying that your four to six hours of sleep is okay? Like, would that stand up in court? Quite often too, so much work is presented to us. Work is your paycheck. Work is what puts food on the table. But we take a lot of, we put a lot of extra work on our plates. We do a lot of extra things. And I've had a guy once where we started really looking at it, where he said his family is the most important thing to him. And many of you do. But if we were to look on paper with the amount of time you spend with them, with the amount of energy and focus that you have when you are with them, with how calm your moods are with them, would that stand up in a court of law that your family is the most important thing to you? Are you proving that in your actions? This is the thing. We tend to work a lot and say yes to all of the things at work and say no to those things at home. So I'm going to ask you as well, is your family okay with you working so much? We tell ourselves our family is okay. I know for my husband, he knows I've always got things covered at home. And there's times I say to him, like, this is not okay. Yes, you know, I have things covered. And I know that it's hard to say no at work. But the boys need you. I need you. You also need the rest and the recovery time. So when you're saying to yourself, I'm taking this extra shift, I need to work these extra hours, I need to work into dinner again and again and again. You know, you're late showing up to your kids' things. You're late getting to your kids' things. And you say your family will be okay because they know that you're working hard for the money, but does your family know this? Would that stand up in court? 
Would your family, does your family feel the same way? How are they seeing it from their point of view? And yes, there are times where you are going to have to work a lot. Yes, there are times where there are overtime shifts you have to take. Yes, there are times where there is a project and a deadline. But stopping and putting things in place for the future, which is where, oh man, one of my dreams is for police services, fire services, EMS services to start really looking at their shifts and start to look at where can we make a difference? And there are ways. There are ways if we think outside of the box to make somewhat of a difference on how long shifts are, on what the schedules are, on when overtime is needed and when it's not, on what people are doing. Do they need to be doing all the things that they're doing or can we take some of that off of their plate? I know for me, I was working my business full time before I, I had to start homeschooling my child. And I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, this is my son's health and wealth. I have to make changes. But I moved down part-time and I took the busy work off of my plate. <laughs> my business is still the same. I took the busy stuff off of my plate. I'm working half the hours and my business is functioning still the same. So my ask to you is, where can you skim some things off your plate? What are things that you're doing that really don't have to be done or done to the oomph degree? Like this podcast, I used to have it totally edited out. I, I used to take like the this audio here and I would get it all edited. We would transcribe it. We would do all these things. Now I just take this audio, however it is. If I make a mistake, I don't edit it out. If I'm, you know, if I cough, I don't edit it out. I don't edit out anything anymore. It just is what it is. And it goes out to you. You haven't noticed. The same number of people. I'm getting more and more people listening every single week. It didn't make a difference, right? So there are things that you can decrease in the Sometimes the quality of what you're doing, people don't care. And it's not going to make a difference, but it does take time away from your recovery time, time away from your sleep, time away from your family. Do you really have to be working as much as you are? Would it hold up in a court of law that you had to work the amount of hours that you're working? For some of you, yes. But for most of you, and I work with first responders a lot, I work with entrepreneurs, I work with those in corporate, I haven't met one client yet, not one, that we could decrease some of the hours that they were working, not one. So that is my challenge to you. Would it hold up in court that you have to take as many overtime shifts, that you have to be uh, working as much as you are, that you have to say yes to as many um, of the projects and, and opportunities that are being thrown at you or given to you or literally dumped on you because somebody else doesn't want to be doing them. Do you have to? Can you set more boundaries? So this is a huge one. I would definitely love for you to email me, Andy, A-N-D-I, at 911lifestyle.com and tell me, tell me, what things, what questions are popping up in your mind right now? 
things that you say to yourself on a regular basis. What are things that you say, my family will be okay. My wife has this covered. My spouse has this covered or um, your workouts, you know, hitting it in the gym hard is okay all of the time. You've heard past episodes where there's a thing of overtraining, right? Or like what things have you been telling yourself that would not stand up in a court of law and could be contributing to your burnout, could be contributing to exhaustion, contributing to you sleeping less? What is that? Because until we face some of those truths, we can't make changes. These are questions that I do come up with with clients. We start coming up with them, not in a blame way at all. This is all unconscious thought. None of you at all are trying to, your, most of your families, if you're listening to this, your families are most likely a very high priority to you. It's just, we start getting stuck in a wheel where other things start pushing and pushing and adding on and adding on and we're not skimming anything off that what are our true priorities starts becoming fuzzy in how we're actually taking the actions for it. So sometimes we do just need that other person there to, to ask you questions. Thing is, is it depends on how honest you're going to be with your answers. You need to truly sit and think where you are playing a part in some of these situations that are putting you into burnout. Some of you are in toxic jobs. Some of you are in jobs with bosses where the only solution is to get out. But most of you aren't. When we really dive into it, I've worked with so many responders that thought that they may have to leave the job and they didn't have to. I've worked with some that have made the choice to leave. I've worked with entrepreneurs that had to make some changes in their business, but they were still able to have the business of their dreams. Though making changes actually allowed them to get there easier because they weren't in burnout because they weren't as foggy. I've worked with those in corporate as well. They were able to figure out ways. Can everyone? No, there's absolutely toxic workplace. There's absolutely toxic environments. There are things that we can do to start getting you out of burnout first. Choices you can make, changes you can make first. And then you can start to see, okay, can I make enough changes in this workplace? Do I still even want to be in here? Do I want to? After you've made the changes to yourself. If then, yes. Then you can start taking the steps to start finding something else. For first responders, I would definitely check out blue light levers. Um, they're in the UK, but they will be able to help anybody anywhere in the world with information. Their podcast is phenomenal for leaving police services um, and getting into phenomenal jobs, phenomenal roles elsewhere. There are options for anyone, no matter what position you are in, there always is an option for you to do something else, but you won't know that unless you're out of, out of burnout a little more first. Because once your energy is absolutely exhausted, when you are in a fight or flight state all the time and everything is a fire, then everything at work will seem like a fire. Everything will start grating on you. It will have you frustrated and eventually get to the point where you just disconnect from it all and don't even care. So getting out of burnout first is to find, is to figure out if 
it was the burnout symptoms in you or, and the toxic job on top of it. So you can decide those things. It's up to you, but you do have a choice. So I'm going to encourage every single one of you to put your BS to the test. When you start telling yourself things during the day, ask yourself after that, ooh, how would that hold up in court? Would I be able to defend this completely so that I would win my case? Or am I BSing myself a little bit on this one? Is there some way that I can make a change to this? That is key. It is so important for you to understand that. And we all BS ourselves. We, we do. We put so much on our plate. We don't set a lot of boundaries because we do care about other people's thoughts and feelings. And we do want to be the best for everybody around us. And we don't want to not be liked. And there's so much to this. Ego and pride play so much a part of it as well. Um, insecurities, imposter syndrome. There's so many different things that play a role in this. So just start asking yourself the questions and start seeing. This might be the smallest changes that you could even discover from this right now to change with. We're not looking for big changes. Make the small ones. The small ones start adding up and start leading you to make bigger changes. All right. Go into your homework. Think about those, uh, those things you keep saying. Pay attention to them. Ask yourself if you're BSing yourself and email me. Let me know what you have been BSing yourself with or something that you do feel could stand up in the court of law and I'll maybe help walk you through if it really would or wouldn't. Um, I, I'm here, no judgment. We'll figure it out together. Let me know, fire me off an email. I'd love to hear from you. Now, this is a newer podcast. I do have a link below for iTunes. If you guys could log into the iTunes, even if you're not listening to it on iTunes, give it a five-star review, give it a review. That way this starts getting seen by more people. The higher that Apple ranks it, Apple is king, the higher that others will. Whatever podcast app you are listening, please give this a like, give this a review. Um, all of them do add up and they do help for us to be heard and seen by more people. I really appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. All of the links to find me are down in the show notes below, and I will see you in the next episode.